Welcome everyone to the SMHR22 podcast. It's lovely to have you here. I'm Andre from The Mental Elf, and this is the start of an audio podcast that's going to sit alongside the Society for Mental Health Research event, which is taking place in Hobart, Australia, at the end of this month, March 2022. I'm here today with Amanda Neal and Fiona Cocker, and we're talking about this event that's about to take place. Welcome to you both. Hi everyone, um, I'm Amanda Neal. I'm a uh, Principal Research Fellow at the Menzies Institute of the University of Tasmania in Hobart. And my background is in health economics. Hi everyone, uh, I'm Dr Fiona Cocker. I am based at the Tasmanian School of Medicine at the University of Tasmania. Uh, I'm a, as well, I'm a mental health researcher. Uh, my background is in workplace mental health. Do you want to start, Fiona, by giving us a kind of overview of what SMHR is for people who don't know, and also just an introduction to the conference? What sort of conference is this going to be? What are the topics that you're going to cover? So SMHR, the Society for Mental Health Research, is Australia's peak body for mental health research. Uh, to use an overused phrase, maybe we're a broad church, so our membership consists of academics, psychologists, psychiatrists, people who work as clinicians and practitioners in mental health, as well as people with lived experience who are sort of the end users of our mental health research. And we have a conference every year. Um, it's somewhere different all around Australia and or, and or New Zealand. And this year it's in Hobart, Tasmania. And this year's theme is breaking down silos. So the idea behind that theme is that we wanted to make sure that we were including as many people as possible in the conference as delegates, as well as presenters who were going to be uh, impacted by or beneficiaries of our mental health research. So we wanted to make sure that all voices who are relevant in mental health research are being heard and shared. Just thinking about the themes that we're having represented across our, say, our concurrent sessions, we've got everything from uh, workplace mental health, neuroimaging, mental health injustice. We've got lifestyle mental lifestyle and mental health. We have uh, suicide, youth suicide. We have mental health and COVID, a couple associated with mental health and COVID, not unsurprisingly. We have psychosis. We have pharmacotherapy. We are a broad church. We are extremely inclusive. And, yeah, it's... Cognition, neuroimaging, genetics, whatever's relevant to mental health research, we, we want to hear about it and, and we want to support mental health research as Australian. I must admit, I, I go to a lot of these sorts of things and it is really diverse. It's really kind of, you know, in terms of the speakers, in terms of the backgrounds. So, you know, the first thing I suppose with breaking down silos is you need to get all the silos represented in the room and then work out where they are and where you need to break. <laughs> so you've done a really good job, I think, of the first getting them along. Thanks so much. And it so the breaking down silos is very much sort of associated with Tassie in terms of where we come from. So we're very small and so we have to be extremely flexible. We need to work together. And yeah, we 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 can't have silos here if we're going to work effectively and to make impact and it's also a question of of what we were trying to do is particularly for symposiums for example we were actually 
seeking a spectrum of speakers within a given symposium to, to actually have that spread and to break down silos you know, in terms of everything that we're doing and, and particularly in terms of those symposiums. And that's actually something that uh, SMHR has always championed. So getting those early career researchers and PhDs out um, and sharing their research and giving them the, the opportunity to share what work they're doing with a broader audience. Let's focus on the kind of big keynote names, first of all. Most people will have heard of Professor Helen Herman. She's our um, first keynote speaker. She was the president of the World Psychiatry Association. She's just led the uh, Lancet um, Commission that's just been published on depression, trying to finish depression. We have Kim Felmingham, who was is actually a Tasmanian, but is uh, now at the University of Melbourne. Kim has a phenomenal spectrum of of experience. She's a clinical psychologist, but she's into um, trauma in particular, trauma and stress. We have Tom Freeman from uh, the UK who will be speaking on cannabis. We have Jane Perkis, who is Australia's leading suicide researcher. We have Kim Norris, another um, Tasmanian. She's actually into remote area mental health. Uh, so she does a lot of work in relation to Antarctica. So in terms of trauma and stress, she's also interested in, in young people. We have a couple of, of panels that are going to be presenting. One is on eating disorders. We have another one that's on mental health architecture. A lot of, of in terms of within Australia in the last couple of years, there have been a number of initiatives um, to really support mental health research, large initiatives. So we'll have a panel covering those initiatives. Uh, we've got uh, Dr. Miranda Van Hoof, who is from a group in Adelaide called Military and Emergency Services Health Australia, and they do research into the mental health of first responders and military and veterans. And Tony, Professor Tony LaMontagna from Deakin, who is... Uh, very well known in their workplace mental health space. Give us a sense of what sort of conference this is going to be. Is this going to be like, you know, clever people standing on stages talking to an audience and everyone's sort of sitting there listening going, that's very interesting, thank you very much. Or, oh, I hope it isn't, after asking that question in such a facetious way. <laughs> more kind of interactive and, yeah. Tell us about the look and feel of the event. We've been very lucky in some ways, in, and this may be a, a product of the fact that this conference was actually supposed to be run in December 2020, and then it was going to be run in December 2021, and finally we're getting to it in March 2022. So there has been this huge build-up of anticipation, and we do love to get together as a group of researchers. And so we had a huge number of abstract submissions this year, and so that sort of got us thinking, what could we do to do some things a little bit differently that's going to give everybody an opportunity to speak or as many people as possible the opportunity to present their work? So we are doing a few new things, one being we're doing some five-minute rapid presentations and we're doing our regular longer oral presentations. But part of having those rapid presentations is that we've also 
got group discussion at the end of each of those concurrent sessions. So yes, there will be lots of listening and taking in the information that's been presented, but there's also those opportunities for lots of questions at the end, lots of interaction within those concurrent sessions as well. So tell us a bit more about some of the other innovations. You've got this big ideas panel that sounds like a, a pretty big deal. What's that all going to be about? Where do we think mental health research should be going in terms of there's lots happening in terms of our granting bodies. I'm sure that's the same everywhere in terms of what they want and and, uh, putting out in terms of their grants. But in terms of from our experience now on the ground experience, and as we were talking about before, SMHR is, is a very broad church. We have the spectrum of people who both undertake it, who utilize it and who can feasibly hopefully benefit from it in terms of from that whole spectrum of of people who engage with mental health research, where is it that we should be actually spending our time and our efforts and how can we go forward? So there's lots of, of innovations that have been happening at that higher level, but what do we as mental health researchers, where do do we believe mental health research should go um, in coming times? And so that's that's sort of the culmination of where we're going to go to. We're actually starting off with a forum and then particularly in terms of all the sessions we're going to have, the chairs are going to be tasked with actually formulating some of the ideas going forward and we're going to bring, we're going to have a theme running through the entire conference to actually bring towards that big ideas panel at the end so SMHR can formulate a position going forwards about where we should all be going for for mental health research. That sounds great, because I guess we are very much in this bubble, aren't we? And social media probably makes that worse. You know, as mental health researchers, we're all very interested in mental health research. But people who are traditionally outside of that bubble are the practitioners and clinicians who, on the whole, have very little interest in mental health research. And people with lived experience who maybe don't know very much about mental health research in terms of involvement in it or using it. What's your sense of what what we should be doing to actually reach out and make sure that our research gets to the people who need it? Well, well, you know, it's all about co-design, really, isn't it? It's about having people with lived experience in there, informing what we do and and how we do it. And it's it's we have different perspectives in terms of of researchers often have a quite a long term perspective in term, but in terms of people with lived experience, you know, they're looking for. For results that are actually going to assist people in the more immediate term. So how can we, you know, bring those different perspectives together? And, and again, in terms of, I think there's differences in relation to not only in terms of timeframes, but also in relation to that subjectivity versus objectivity of, of people with lived experience versus researchers. How can we bring all that various experience together, all that and, and and produce what it is that we need to do to, to have the greatest impact going forwards. Talk a bit about how the conference is reaching out in terms of the digital stuff, because obviously you've brought me and my team in. We're, we're doing this podcast. We're also going to be live tweeting the conference, and we're trying to get everyone at the event involved in that sort of sharing of what happens. Yeah, why is that important? There's no absolutely no point to doing wonderful research and and keeping it in in you know your ivory towers you know you've got to be out there you've got to be you know providing it so people can can access that information but also understand what it is and 
the quicker we can do that, you know, in terms of that whole translation process, what is it, 17 years between a study and implementation? How can we actually bring that time frame down? You know, so it's all about engaging. It's about making it um, real time as much as we can to actually aid that translation process, translation and implementation process. And, you know, in terms of networking, who knows what networks can be established through, through these international, because you're international in terms of, of, it's wonderful that sort of the Australian research is, is, is reaching out into the UK, but how, you know, maybe there will be some wonderful networks um, that are established through, through the mental health and, and through the conference and, what, and that whole dissemination process. So uh, wonderful, wonderful opportunity. So thank you. Why should people join in with this? Why should people follow along? Because there is going to be very exciting, far-reaching uh, research that is of relevance to the broad spectrum. It's not just Australian research, it's international research. We have everything, we have such a spectrum of research that it will be of relevance to, you know, to, to all engage within the mental health sphere, whether they be clinicians, whether they be researchers, whether they be funders, policymakers, those with lived experience. There is, a, there is a very strong body of work based around lived experience that is being undertaken at the conference. So it's the whole program of work will, that's being presented will be really exciting and, you know, it should be of relevance to all out there and there will be something for everyone. You've got this group together, haven't you? This diverse group of people that you're bringing together in Hobart in terms of the topic areas they're interested in, in terms of their backgrounds, researchers, clinicians, policymakers, people with lived experience. And they're gonna be having this really interesting conversation. We want people online to come in and join that conversation because that will add to the kind of richness that's happening in the room, won't it? Yes, we absolutely do. So we've done our best to get as many people to Hobart as possible in person and as our virtual registrants. But if we can increase the number of people actively engaging with what the conversations SMHR has generated are all about, that would be wonderful. So you don't have to be a, a presenter at the conference to get anything out of it. You can engage this way by linking in with a hashtag. And as Amanda said, and, and you've said there, Andre, the, the program is diverse. So there is going to be something for everybody. There's going to be something of interest for everyone. Mm -hmm.